Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to Body Renewed, the Valley's Health and Wellness Podcast with Joey Jaloff, doctor of physical therapy and owner of Move Free Physical Therapy in Chandler, Arizona. Today, our guest is Kyle Herrick. He's an athletic trainer and the owner of Triplex Training in Chandler, Arizona, and now with a brand new location in Scottsdale, Arizona. Triplex Training offers anything from group fitness classes, one-on-one personal training, endurance training and coaching, and even online training. They provide functional training built for results, focused on creating a balanced mobile body with challenging workouts focused on strength, endurance, core, balance, and mobility each and every workout. They serve anyone from top endurance athletes, people looking to lose weight, and even people looking to improve their overall fitness. I can't wait for you guys to learn about Kyle's story and learn about how he's serving his community. Let's get to it. Kyle, how you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks again for coming on. Really appreciate your time. I know you're a busy guy, so thanks for joining me on this podcast. Absolutely. I'm excited to be a part of it. Yeah. So just to start off, can you uh, let people know who you are and what you do? Well, my name is Kyle Herrig. I am an athletic trainer. I went to undergraduate school at Iowa State, graduate school at Utah State, exercise science. I've been down in Arizona for 17, 18 years now. Uh, I initially started in the... um, physical therapy field, working at some PT clinics, and started my own business, Triplex Training, which has been going for about the last 12 years. Broke out into my own space about seven years ago. We do a lot of group fitness is kind of our niche thing, but we do personal training. With my background, we end up doing a fair amount of some post-rehab, some things like that. But yeah, generally, in a general sense, it's just exercise, fitness, helping people feel better, get well, stay fit. So we have a gym here in Chandler and we just have a new location up in Scottsdale now. Yeah, that's great. And so you started off in the rehabilitation setting, working at the PT clinic and those two industries in terms of physical therapy and fitness can be similar and overlap in certain ways, but kind of what, what did you learn from the rehab setting and what kind of sparked that desire to go off on your own? Well, I guess when I first started in the PT world, that wasn't my long-term intention. It was kind of a an opportunity to get to Arizona, but the clinic that I worked at, Functional Performance Center in Tempe, was very kind of outside the box. They taught me a lot of new things on how to evaluate human movement, how the body functions, very functional-based. So, you know, looking at the body as a whole rather than a specific part. So I, I really learned a lot more there, things that I wasn't really taught in school. So I had I had a great experience there. And um, and like you said, the physical therapy world and the fitness world, you know, being an athletic trainer, I was still at that point in time thinking I was going to go towards more of the, the college sports setting, something like that. But I really enjoyed working at that clinic and I enjoyed absorbing all of the new philosophies I was learning there over time. As you know, being in the industry as well, there are plenty of situations where a client maybe finishes their physical therapy, whether it's they're cut off by insurance, visits, things like that. They're not completely ready to necessarily go out on their own. They maybe just need a little bit of a guidance, maybe some little hand-holding to get them back to you know the weekend activities that they want to do, or maybe they just want to they've gotten in better shape and maybe they just want to maintain that. So a lot of times at that clinic, I would pick up clients like 
you know, whether it was post rehab or it was just continued fitness, kind of bridging that gap a little bit from, you know, you've done your 20, 30 sessions, we've gotten you well, you can function through daily life, but they want more than that. They want kind of that next step. So it really started with just personal one-on-one training after individuals had finished their physical therapy sessions. And that just kind of grew and got busier to, you know, the idea of providing more of the group settings. Obviously, that's savings as far as financially for people. But uh, yeah, that's that's kind of how it started. Yeah. And I like how you said bridging, bridging the gaps. I definitely think there is one, especially with, you know, once patients are done with physical therapy, oftentimes they're cut off from their insurance and they're not even ready to be done. And so like, where do they go next if they, you know, can't afford to continue physical therapy on a cash basis or, or what? But I mean, I find that even if patients complete their physical therapy, they're not often like compliant with their exercise programs or they don't (laughs) often, you know, stay consistent with doing exercise at home and keeping up with, you know, maintaining or, uh, preventing their condition from getting worse or coming back again. And so that's where I think, you know, you know, health and fitness industry comes in really big where if you have someone the patient can trust and it's good quality programming, they're gonna, you know, be held accountable or they have someone, you know, watching them and making sure, you know, not just, you know, not getting injured, but just kind of progressing their health and fitness. And so kind of what have you seen you know, with your career or not just your career, but in terms of you going out on your own with starting your own business in terms of the clientele that you see, you see that, like, what kind of things do you see in terms of their fitness being improved and being able to kind of go past injuries they may have experienced? I think I I want to just touch on one thing you mentioned, like accountability is just, is just a huge part of it. I mean, obviously as far as exercise goes, there's, there's plenty of places to go. There's plenty of gyms. Like there's some simple things people can do at home. But, but like you said, even when I was in the, in the physical therapy industry, people would come in for their visits. We'd give them a home program. We'd tell them to go do that. And you know, six months later, here they go. (laughs) Same injury. They forgot to do their exercises or or they got comfortable and they, you know, kind of thought it was going to go away. But you know, it's more of, you know, physical therapy, I kind of look at as the fixing them, getting them back where what we're doing is more of the maintenance, but you, you have to keep that going. You know, you, you service your car all the time. You keep doing that all the time. It's, you have to keep that going with your body. So, um, the biggest thing that we provide is it's that, it's that accountability. They just got to get here. So you get in the door, we'll show you what to do. I mean, there's other gyms, obviously people can go to, but they have to actually get it done themselves. If they're having a bad day, they might walk in and hop on the treadmill and maybe talk to a friend for 15 minutes and do an exercise. And then they're like, yeah, I'm not feeling it. I'm going to go home. The great thing about here is they, we don't really let that happen. (laughs) They get in the door, they're going to get it done. And it's a sense of community too. So it's, you know, we try to make it fun and enjoyable and, you know, so they're not dreading it. Obviously there's things that are days that are harder than others, but you know, they also have someone here our trainers that are keeping an eye on them, making sure they're doing the correct form, you know, so they don't get injured. But there's definitely different, and that's the biggest challenge, I think, in this industry is just learning different people's motivational levels. How are they motivated and what's going to keep them going? What's going to get them back in here? 
how do you make how do you make this enjoyable? I mean, hard hard work is tough sometimes. I mean, it's you're sweating, you're uncomfortable, and um, but getting them back in here on a consistent basis, mm-hmm. keeping them coming in, it's just a big part of it is getting to know their individual personalities. All of them are different, but I think it's it's a we try to create a, a fun environment, and you know, you work hard and you get it done, and you keep that routine going is is the biggest emphasis that we always say is it's sure it's it's sticking with it it's not a it's not a two-month thing you're just going to do this for two months and then you'll be good to go it's it's consistent it's lifestyle change sure and now like what do you think you know makes people want to keep coming back to triplex and not just you know come in for you know just show up for one workout and pay for one class but you know to continue on and and have that consistency I think the biggest thing is it's it's a variety. So every single day we do a different workout. So it's not it's not programmed in the sense that you know we go Monday through Friday and then we just repeat that again and we repeat it again. It's um, our setup. We essentially have a hundred workouts that we cycle through. So it's it's a different format. It's different exercise. It's a different style. Always kind of keep them guessing. And um, like I had mentioned, I worked in that PT field and it was a lot about function. So different than your typical gym where it's a lot of traditional linear movements, a lot of sagittal plane, push pull type. We try to be a lot more functional in the sense that it's sagittal plane movement, frontal plane movement, transverse plane movement, mixing in cardio, mixing in strength, core, a full body workout each time so that they're getting, they're getting their bang for their buck when they come in for that hour session. Oh, for sure. And you and I kind of share that experience with Gary Gray and learning about yeah. like the functional aspect in terms of, or functional approach in terms of exercise. And so for people who, who come in and don't really, you know, a lot of those movements are probably going to be something different that they've never seen before. Cause a lot of what we're used to are, you know, growing up and, you know, where you took like a weight training class or like PE, simple things like a simple squat or a bench press push up. And so with a variety of movements that you're, prescribing having people perform do you find that people are excited and 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 seeing that or you know seeing that this is something very different than what they're typically used to yeah for sure i mean that's it's it's always hard to explain that to them in words when they're standing here talking to them so it's always it's kind of one of those things like just you got to come in and try it you gotta you gotta feel the difference you gotta like you said you know I mean, myself, I grew up and I was played sports and I did weightlifting and I did bench and I did squat and all the things that I did that were very, I guess, stable, very linear, front, back, push, pull type movements. But then every activity that I was involved in was cutting and twisting and turning. And, you know, at the time I didn't realize that sort of disconnect until I I started to learn more about it. And then it kind of clicked and you're like, okay, that, that makes sense. Like we rotate, like we need to rotate because we do that in real life. So sometimes I'll have someone come in that's very fit and very strong, but they come in here and we'll do different movements where it's instead of a forward lunge, they're maybe doing a rotational lunge or a lateral lunge or a forward lunge with rotation. And it's, they definitely, you know, a lot of times I'll hear like I'm sore in places I've never been sore before, or I feel this somewhere I've never, you know, they've all had sore quads, you know, glutes, things like that, but they'll feel it, you know, in their obliques and different areas or their adductors or places that they've not been sore before. And 
and the great thing about it is it doesn't take a lot of weight to have to, you know, work those muscles because these are muscles that they maybe have not focused on or not trained those as much as they have in the past with their regular routine. So there, there's definitely a, uh, often some eye opening experiences, people that have come in and, and done this type of stuff and, and realize that there is, there is a difference to it. It's, it's uh, a different type of workout. It's different movements and, and they get more out of it. For sure. So I think that approach is a lot different than what most gyms provide or are doing, especially in our community. You know, your practice here is located in Chandler, Arizona, your other one in Scottsdale, but we, just in the Valley in general, we have a lot of CrossFit gyms or a lot of, you know, hit style type gyms. And I've been to a lot, and a lot of them are just similar type of movements, a lot of Olympic style lifting, traditional weight training type things. And so I find that your practice, or sorry, your gym, you're taking things to a whole nother level that most people aren't doing at all. And so you feel like that sets you apart from most of those different gyms in the community? I think so. And I mean, that's, that's always our goal. And, and that's what how I want to be portrayed is that we are, we are different. We're a niche type gym. We do obviously those different movements. Like I said, that the most challenging part is trying to relay that to new people or letting them know whether it's through our advertising and marketing. That's why it's always like the best sell is just come in and do it. Just come in and see how it feels. Cause like you said, I mean, there's obviously there's orange theories out there. There's CrossFits, there's, there's gyms all over the place. And ultimately, everybody wants to come in and sweat and feel good and get their heart rate up and, and all that. But I think the biggest difference that we provide is it's you're obviously going to get that. You're going to work hard. You're going to sweat. You're going to burn calories. But you're going to work your body in a, in a different way than you are in, in any other type of traditional hit style, group style fitness. You know, like you mentioned, we're doing just more functional things like rotational things. And they might not seem hard while you're doing it, but you definitely feel that, you know, the next day, like I said, these are, these are muscles and movements that they haven't, they don't train very often. So, um, I mean, yeah, I, I hope that we do stand out as being a little bit different and, you know, more of a functional based gym. It's just, uh, you know, obviously we understand that being in the industry, it's just trying to get that across obviously to the general public so they can understand why this is different, why it's better. A big part of it, obviously coming from the physical therapy background also is that, is that injury prevention. You know, if you're just going to do specific movements and then in your daily life, you do completely different things. You go out and play tennis and you, or you golf and you're rotating and and then you wonder why it hurts when you rotate, but you never do any of that in the gym. So I think that's kind of the, the biggest difference that, that Triplex provides. Yeah, and I think like what we do is that oftentimes we don't end up training for the specific activity that we're performing. You know, so just think about like people play football or baseball, basketball, do a lot of multi-directional type movements. It's often like a single plane squat or just a single plane lunge is it really going to help your body prepare for those kind of things? And so a lot of injuries that you end up seeing really in sports, whether it's professionally or recreationally, a lot of times it's like non-contact injuries, right. right? And so I think that our society in the fitness world, we just gotten so used to those traditional approaches. And so, and oftentimes people don't like change. They see something new and they're like, Oh, like, what is that? Like, 
<laughs> how's that right, going to help? How's sure. that going to help me get stronger or help me do the things I want to do? But it's interesting when you actually open their eyes to it and you show them, hey, like when you do this kind of movement, this is what it helps you do. Like even for like a mom that wants to go pick up her child and put the child in the crib. I mean, you're you're lunging forward, you're bending, but then you're also picking up and, and rotating. So it's like it's really interesting. Like movement is much more complex. There's a lot more involved than people realize. Absolutely. I mean, I, I'm continually amazed that, I mean, that's how I got into this industry is like our, our body is just so complex, what it can do and the movements and the range of motion and continually learning every day with, uh, with this type of exercise. So do you think starting off in the rehab world, you said functional performance center that play a huge role in the kind of approach you take with triplex training? Oh, for sure. I mean, like I said, I, I did lifting myself and it was all of the traditional type of weightlifting. I didn't know who Gary Gray was obviously before I got there, but similar to your background, I mean, learning his style and, and format and way of looking at things like it, it totally changed my mindset about the same time. I was also getting involved in some more endurance sports myself and more running and more triathlon and things like that. And it just kind of started to click. Like it just made sense. Like you, like you were saying, like the movements you do in a daily life, whether it's your mom picking up her child, carrying groceries into the house where you're unbalanced and different, different movements like that. A lot, oftentimes, you know, people will walk in here and they maybe don't see a lot of heavy weights. They don't see the big racks. They don't see the big, you know, the bench press. And, and I think sometimes like you had mentioned too, our society, you know, it's, it's focused on what we're comfortable with and that's, been kind of the norm for a long time you know that your standard squat your bench press and kind of thinking outside the box and doing some different movements you know like coming in and seeing a movement with not a lot of weight being like what is that going to do and how is that going to help me but you know everything we're doing here is to help you feel better in life and move better and so it's mobility and it's strength and it's balance and it's and it's a lot more than just pure strength you know fitness is is more than that it's it's endurance and it's the cardio side of it it's like the mobility and 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 a core i think for what we do is a ton of core stuff like the core is huge you know you can have strong legs strong upper body but if you have a weak core like that's just like you've probably seen it that's injuries are going to happen yeah that's that's your center and so anything you do with your arms anything you do with your legs it's going to activate your core and uh, yep. me experiencing your workouts myself definitely attest to that. <laughs> so, yeah. And so, I mean, why go off on your own? You had a good thing going at the Functional Performance <laughs> Center. You were seeing clients there. What kind of motivated you to do your own thing? Like I said, it started out with just a lot of personal training. So, one-on-one situation worked well because I could work at the same time that the physical therapists were seeing clients, like we could share space at the same time. Once I started doing the group classes where we'd have anywhere from, you know, five to 10 people. So not, not big classes, but we would, we would have to do those outside of obviously business hours. So we would either do those in the morning before the clinic opened up. Uh, we did some noon classes, like on a lunch break kind of thing. We added some evening classes after they closed, but we just, we were kind of limited on how often we could do that. So at the time, let's see, it would have been in like 2014, we had we had built up a, a fair amount of followers and some clients doing the group classes. And uh, a friend of a friend had found a space down here in Chandler. And, and I think I was still in my mind about two or three years away from trying to go out on my own. But 
was kind of one of those situations where a, a situation presented itself and there was a gym down here in Chandler that was open. It was, there was equipment supplied already. The landlord was willing to give me a, just a one-year lease kind of, he's like, hey, try it out. See what happens. You already have a gym. There's equipment here. Like I said, I was in my mind, I think I was still two years away from that. So I wasn't quite ready to take that jump. And and as you know, starting your own business, it's it can get scary at times. But um, it kind of came down to the point of like, hey, it's, let's just try it. You know, you don't know if you don't try, let's, let's go with it. So in 2014, in the fall was when we moved into our own facility. I obviously had a bit of a base of clients to start it, which helped, but clearly not enough to fill a building from 5 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Saturday, basically. So it was, you know, the growing pains of starting and, and trying to build up a following and get some new people in. But um, it's worked out and we have our one here in Chandler and just opened up a second one in Scottsdale. So things are things are moving forward as as the, you know, the education of what we do gets out there. I think that helps as well. So Yeah, from what I've seen from your guys' gym, there's definitely a strong sense of community. And people that are really comfortable with each other and with you guys. And it's just like a big family type environment, which a lot of people like. And you know, what's yeah. what's life without community? And so I think it's super important, especially when we're talking about our own health and wellness. I think that's huge. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, when they when they come into a group class and five, six of their friends are here and, and, you know, it's just, it's kind of that camaraderie of, you know, and then all of a sudden they maybe don't see one of their friends for two, three days. So then they're, I don't even have to do the accountability. They read, they reach out to them and, and get them back in, you're getting back on routine. So, and then, and then it's great to see too, a lot of clients that have met each other here all of a sudden become friends and they're doing things outside of the gym together, whether it's hiking or traveling. So it's, I mean, to me, and obviously you being in the same industry, it's like fitness is so important that it's it's great to see those kind of things happening. And it's, I mean, it's got to be a part of your life, I think, on a daily, not necessarily a daily basis, but it's got to be a part of your regular routine. So, you know, create an environment where it's comfortable to come into and, and people know who you are. So when they walk in the door, we know their name and we know what they're up to and their family and things like that. So it's, you know, they don't just show up here as a number and get in the door and get out. It's they're welcome here. And, and like I said, they, they know a lot of the other people here too. So that helps. Yeah. I want to go back to what you said there was, I mean, everybody wants that sense of community and obviously you guys have a nice welcoming environment, but for anyone who's never been to the gym before, a lot of times it's scary. You know, people don't yeah. want to take that jump because you know, it's something that they've never done before. And, you know, they're not sure what it's going to look like. Like, okay, like what kind of exercise are we can do? Is it safe for me to do? Am I going to be judged when I go there? Everyone's going to be more fit than me, things like that. And so I think a lot of people have, people who are, are hesitant to make change tend to have barriers that, you know, prevent them from, you know, finally making that push to do it. And what would you say, like, in terms of for people first coming to your gym or people, you know, that are maybe hesitant, like, what would you say to them? I mean, that that is definitely one of the biggest things that I hear all the time. I mean, I think in general, the, just even the term group fitness, I think is a bit kind of intimidating. You know, maybe you, you've been out of routine for five, 10 years and it's like, I'm not ready. You know, I think like you said too, they think that they're going to come in and be the worst out of shape person in here. They don't want to look bad. They don't want to hold up the group. But what I always tell everybody too, is we, 
a lot of our workouts are, are time-based. So it doesn't necessarily mean that me and you have to do the same weight and the same amount of reps. We're just doing the same movement for the same amount of time. So, you know, maybe we do it for a minute. Maybe you're using 50 pounds. I use 10 pounds. You might do 30 reps and I might do 10. So it's, and the trainers are here to help them with that too. So like, it's just come in, get started. Like even if you went no weight or very minimal weight, we try to make it as welcoming as we can. Even with the clients we already have here, they're very welcoming to new people. I just had a new client that came in at noon. She was introduced. Everybody got to know who she was. She did great. And I think she felt welcome. And, and, and we have a wide range of ages and abilities from 11, 12-year-olds to 68, 69-year-olds. Like I said, all different abilities. So we always offer a free trial um, to come check it out. Um, we also offer, if they're not ready to jump right into the group class, they want to maybe come on off hours when there's just, you know, another trainer here, we can kind of show them around, give them a little bit of a demo of kind of some of the movements we do and, and the format of how it works. So, I mean, whatever it's going to take to get them in here, I'd rather have them come in and just go super easy just to get that routine going, then try to step into it try to keep up with everybody, try to go way too hard and do too much. And then you're so sore and you're scared and you don't like it and you don't have fun. I mean, it's, it's, it's easy into it. It's like, it's a lifestyle change. So I'd rather have it be something that we stick with forever. So keep it going, start easy, do more each month. You'll, you'll build up as you get going. So now how do people get, what's the best way for people who are interested, you know, in a free trial to gain contact with you guys to do that? We are on social media, so we got Instagram, we got Facebook, our website has all of our information. They can actually go directly to our website. They can create a profile, which then allows them to go to our schedule and they can click and sign up for any class. It just gets their information, access to the entire schedule. They get the whole, they get the, the class, they come in, show up five minutes early. We can show them around a little bit and then... Um, like I said, we always give them a free trial to check it out, but all of that information is on there. Our email is on the website, our number, phone number for the gym. So, you know, if they have a question before they want to come in, if they want to come in, like I said, on a, on an off hour when there's not a class going on just to see the facility first, I mean, I'd rather them, you know, be comfortable with it and, and maybe learn more about our philosophy. But, but any, anytime they want to sign up, all that information is, is on our website. They can direct message us on Facebook, on Instagram, email, phone call, plenty of ways to reach out. <laughs> yeah. And I'll make sure to post all that information so people have no, access to that. that. Yeah. And so you have that new location that just opened up. When did that open up in Scottsdale? We just opened up the first of the year. So right in January. So we're three weeks in up there. That's awesome. Where in Scottsdale is that? It is straight up to 101 and off of between Frank Lloyd Wright and Bell. Great. Just east of the 101, about a half mile. So, And what are your hours? Are you all day, just like the Chandler location? or uh, That one's doing? a little different than the Chandler location. So that one's just morning hours. It's got a 5 a.m. class, a 6 a.m., a 9 a.m., and a noon. So then, And if we do any privates, they're obviously kind of squeeze those in on those in-between hours. But just four classes, 5, 6, 9, noon, and then on Saturday, an 8, 9, and 11. It's the same type of like setting and workouts as yep. Chandler. And, and in fact, we usually do, like I mentioned, we had a hundred workouts. We usually are on the same workout. So if we're doing a workout here in Chandler, we're doing usually that same exact workout up in Scottsdale. Nice. I follow that format. So, and so what, what so are, yeah. you mentioned that, that format and that variability. And so how do you guys kind of split that up? Like 
you focus on certain things on one days. Like, what do you? How is your setup with that? Uh, that was that's, that's good. You mentioned that. That was one thing I had always played around with as we started the group style fitness. Because a lot of gyms will do, you know, they might do cardio on Monday, Wednesday. They might do strength on Tuesday, Thursday, or they might do legs on Monday, Wednesday, and arms on Tuesday, Thursday. Just being in the industry long enough, I've just known that not a lot of people are able to go to the gym five days a week. Like that's, that's not your norm. Most people it's, you know, three days a week, maybe they're getting a fourth day a week. So rather than trying to have them fit our mold, I've just made it that every single day that we have a workout includes everything. So it's, you're going to work, you come in here today, you're going to work your arms, you're going to use your legs, you're going to do core. There's going to be strength involved. There's going to be cardio involved, uh, balance, mobility. Essentially, every day is a full body workout. So, you know, I just I just didn't want to restrict us to, you know, if someone could only come Monday, Wednesday, Friday, but Monday, Wednesday, Friday are leg days, how much are they really getting out of it? You know, if, they, if they're only coming on those days. The great thing about it is, too, is if they want to focus more on strength that day, they can go heavier that day. If someone else, maybe they have a running race coming up and they want to back off a little bit, they can, uh, they can go a little bit lighter, but they can still go through the movements. So, yeah, every day is everything you have clients that go you know five days a week with the with the workouts full body workouts we do you know we have a, a variety of clientele some people this is their only type of workouts that they do so like coming five days a week is great we have a lot of other people that are coming in here two or three days a week but they're outside of the gym running they're swimming they're maybe cycling so maybe they're getting more of their endurance training outside of the gym they come here maybe more for their strength so it, it Depends on each individual and what their schedule is and what they're doing. But yeah, we have some people obviously that are here five or six days a week. Some people, it, it kind of coordinates with their training schedule too. If they're training for a specific event, a race, a triathlon, maybe it's a marathon, something like that, early in their training season, they'll get in you know more, maybe three, four days a week. But as their volume increases, they back off on this a little bit because their volume of endurance training is going up so they still maintain this all the way through their their training cycle but but they can adjust throughout the year yeah you mentioned the triathlons you've done triathlons yourself right i've done a few yes a few different distances and that's a, a lot of our clients are triathletes and runners so i've done you know sprint triathlons to olympic to half ironman to an ironman and off-road triathlons and all the fun stuff. <laughs> yeah, I applaud you. I, I don't know if I could ever do any of those. <laughs> so you have other things outside of just the workouts in the gym, you know, like the triplex endurance and whatnot. Can you talk about that? Yeah, so like I mentioned, a big part of uh, my extracurricular activities myself as I was building the business was doing a lot of triathlons and, and running events. So those, those are a lot of the people that I met. Obviously, so those were a lot of the people that would come into the gym were a lot of triathletes. So we have a whole another aspect of triplex outside of this gym, triplex endurance. Mainly, most of that is run by our coach, Caleb, but he does write training schedules for people. He does a track workout that we do at a local high school here every Wednesday morning at 530. He'll do some group rides, group runs. Normally throughout the year, we'll have scheduled swim workouts on Mondays and Wednesdays. With the past two years with COVID, he's done some online bicycle workouts. Uh, people are on their trainers. They're able to be connected. So he'll do that on Tuesday mornings. So there is a lot of kind of outside the gym activities that we 
like to be involved with. We like to try to go to a lot of the local races. There was just one this last weekend here in Chandler. So we're out there with a booth, uh, helping support the local races and, and reaching out to those local runners to try to be, you know, just be involved with, with the community. Yeah. It sounds like you guys serve like a large clientele based runners, triathletes, even just people trying to improve their overall fitness, people trying to get stronger. Yeah. And so I feel like you have a lot to offer to a variety of different people and different goals and yeah so, sometimes people get a, a bit intimidated because they i think they their worry is that we only work with like elite triathletes and things but you know with the whole functional format of things it's it's good for everybody like whether you're doing an iron man or carrying kids around the house like these are good functional workouts for everybody so so yeah i think we i think we're we're ideal for a, a large set of, of clients that can come in and and enjoy success from what we have to offer is the uh, triplex endurance like a separate membership or is just one membership nope. for everything how does that work that's all part of it so anybody that's a member here uh, obviously they have access to any of those uh, group activities we do offer which we started doing during covid two years ago was an online membership so um, some of our clients that actually don't even live in arizona chandler area you know out of state uh, out of the country even they're able to we try to replicate our workouts as close as we can. We do a live workout every day, Monday through Friday, that's posted online for um, whether they're local and they're just not ready to come to the gym or they can't make the gym that day. Sometimes people are traveling, so they maybe come in here three, four days a week, but they're on vacation for a week. They don't want to lose it, so they're able to do that workout. They can pull it up on their phone and iPad. Um, so that that's another kind of separate membership that we offer for you know, 25 bucks a month that they get unlimited access to workouts that we now have a database of over the last two years, a workout every day that they can go back and do old ones. They can do live ones. They can do it later that night in the morning, the next day. So that, that's kind of something that I guess we weren't necessarily planning on having, but we you know adjusting to the changes and with COVID and all that, that was kind of something that just you know, we created two years ago and we've just kept it going. So Yeah. And you said it was $25 a month? $25 a month. Yep. And that gets them access to live unlimited workouts. We also encourage them if they ever have questions, you know, they can, we're available there. We, we look at them as a member, just as any member that comes into the gym, they're just maybe not local and they can't make it in. So if they had, you know, questions about training or modifications that need to be made, um, you know, we're there for them to offer that. So. Yeah, I think that's huge, especially not just because of COVID, but I mean, oftentimes people hesitate to, you know, start that routine with building a, a better habit in terms of their health and fitness because they're either too busy, right? They're always traveling, mm -hmm. very busy with work, family, or even just concerns with COVID. And so having that online based workout just gives people more access to and more opportunity and kind of, you know, limits their ability to make an excuse about making yeah. a change and getting healthier again. So I think that's really great. And so is it like, was it like a private Facebook group or something like that? Yeah, that's what we've created. So it's a member, it's a monthly membership, a recurring monthly membership of $25. But as long as they maintain that membership, they will have access to the way we've created it to make it the easiest was we just have a private Facebook group page that they're specifically invited into. So it's only our members that have access to that. So not anybody on Facebook can get to it, but, um, yeah, as long as they remember, they have access to that. And like I said, there's a database in there. They can go back and 
repeat other workouts. The other thing that we try to do every time we post that workout, so like we posted the workout today, we encourage them to, if they do that later today or if they do that tomorrow, to try to make a comment in the thread that they've done it, that they've, you know, just because a lot of it is accountability. So like we might post a workout at eight in the morning and then all throughout the day we're getting messages that so-and-so finished, so-and-so got the workout done. Um, kind of for them, it's just that it's that accountability you know, letting somebody know that you got it done and we want to see that you did it. Yeah, that's great. And a lot of it's, it's all body weight exercise, right? For the recorded video? It's pretty much all body weight. Like if you were doing it at home, the most that you're going to need is a pair of dumbbells. If you had, if you had two options of dumbbells would be, would be fine. Yeah. We try to keep it as simple as possible, you know, body movements, um, if anything, adding dumbbells. But other than that, just open space and access to the Facebook. Yeah. And I think that's something that's unique about, you know, the functional based training approach that you don't really need much equipment at all. Right. Nope. Sometimes Keep body weight simple. is all you need. Yep. Yeah. That's awesome. And it's amazing how, how challenging you can make some workouts. There's some of our harder workouts don't even require any weight. Yeah. But, yeah. But yeah. Now, in terms of like strengthening, improving strength, do you find that, you know, with these type of, types of workouts that people can still increase their strength, even with, you know, like a lower intensity or lower resistance. Yeah. I mean, definitely they can increase their strength. Everyone obviously comes in at a, at a different fitness level, but, um, you know, depending on what weight they're choosing or the exercise, we do a lot of single limb exercises. So, you know, you, you change that exercise to single limb and it doesn't take near as much weight to make that challenging as if you're using both legs, both feet flat on the ground. So like I said, initially people may came, come in and they don't see a lot of the heavy weights laying around and, and they kind of have that idea that it's not going to be hard enough, but you're doing big step ups on a box with, you know, holding the heavy kettlebell, like you, you're still going to work strength with that. And you're working balance and I think more core workout when you're doing a lot of single limb exercise. So yeah, I mean, we still have people obviously that are getting stronger. Now, if your goal is to really, really bulk up, maybe this isn't the best fit for you, but I think you're going to get a way more functional workout out of what we're doing. For sure. I think there's a lot of variables that could be modified in a workout that people don't realize to really still make it really challenging and fun as well. Yep. And so as we're times winding down here, I do have one last question before we go. It's really kind of just about our, not just not our really our healthcare system, but more so the state of our society in terms of health and fitness. And so in your opinion, like what's the biggest issue or issues that are impacting the health and fitness of people in our society today? And what changes do we need to make to promote healthier lifestyles and actually make changes? Because I mean, this country, United States is, probably like the largest percentage of obesity in the world. A lot of people, like it's an epidemic really. And so like, and what are your thoughts? I mean, I definitely agree. I think it's definitely, obviously it's a problem here. I mean, we all know that. I mean, statistics have shown some of our numbers in America are not great. I think our biggest issue is, um, you know, not, promoting the preventative type stuff. So like getting into the gym and being healthy ahead of time to avoid, you know, high blood pressure, things like that. Like we tend to push probably meds way quicker than other places, I believe. 
you know, rather than getting on a good, healthy diet, getting into the gym regularly, getting good quality sleep, eh, it's a lot easier to maybe take some medicine for that to help that easier. I mean, it's, I wish, one thing I really wish could be changed would be there's some businesses and some companies that are paying for their employees' fitness and their exercise programs. Um, you know, they're going to save a lot more money in healthcare if they <laughs> paid for a monthly gym membership versus letting their clients get out of shape and get overweight and, you know, all the other diseases that come with that. It's almost kind of like we we're dealing with the problems instead of, you know, going more with the preventative approach ahead of time, which is consistency and hard work and sticking with it. And like I said, healthy diet, sleep and exercise, I think would go a long ways. Fast food obviously is everywhere. It's in, in, and we're in such a fast paced society. I think people are so busy and, you know, one of the biggest excuses I'll hear is, well, I don't have time. Well, is it that you don't have time or that it's just not quite a priority right now? You have time for other things. You have time for Netflix and all the other distractions, but uh, yeah, you I'm need to take care of yourself first. <laughs> so I think, <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I definitely think, obviously, we clearly need a change. And I think it's just, it's changing our mindset and being more preventative rather than trying to fix the problem after we've gone too long at this point. But um yeah, how did it get to that point? <laughs> That's a whole other story there. <laughs> That's a whole other issue, yeah. So just trying to get, obviously trying to get the word out and then, you know, that's the biggest thing is like trying to make it fun and enjoyable. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for your time. Absolutely. I really appreciate it. Triplex Training. If people can find you on triplextraining.com or Triplex Training on pretty much any social media, Instagram, Facebook. Yep. Triplextraining.com, Facebook, Instagram, all over the place. So uh, yeah, reach out and I appreciate you having me on here. Yeah. Thank you again for your time. I appreciate that. All right. Thank you. Mm-hmm.